Hey everyone, this is Maria. And this is Christina. Thank you for joining us for this real life podcast. We are two good friends and next door neighbors with different lifestyles, but the same common goal to live wholesome, nutritious, and adventurous lives. Hey podcast listeners. Hi guys. Thanks for joining us. We have a special podcast to share with you out of things that we've been processing and experiencing. I feel like we should start with Sunday, our time around the campfire. Yeah, that was really special. I really loved it. I was glad you and Pavel could join us. Mm -hmm. We've been running a campfire for, I think it's been four or five days. Emma Maria's roommate is sleeping out there. (laughs) Pretty (laughs) exciting. Um, And we just, with church being canceled and just all the craziness that's been going on in our lives, we thought, why don't we just have a small, intimate gathering around the campfire? Mm-hmm. And um, I asked my husband, Kelby, to just share a little bit. And we opened up um, to talk a little bit, more of a discussion time. Um, and the main topic was fear. Mm-hmm. So um, Kelby preached a couple of Bible verses and just brought up what fear does in our lives. And I, we all felt like it was so appropriate um, just for what's going on right now. It's hard not to be fearful. Mm-hmm. And really influenced by so many different voices and opinions. It's like every day brings something, an- another challenge. And yeah. so it's like up and down and we don't know what to think. And so it just causes a lot of fear and anxiety, unsettling. It is. It's, it's like this thing came out of nowhere in our lives. And through the whole world upside down. Yeah. And everyone just keeps talking about how it's going to be in the history books. Like we're making, we're living history. And um, there's a lot more negative than positive coming out right now. Uh, So I've gotten to where I've stopped listening to it. But it's hard to pull back that far because you're not, you're also not informed mm-hmm. when you pull off. But but finding that balance where I'm not fearful of of things that are going on around me, but I'm aware and I'm processing. Yeah. And then being proactive and careful. Yeah. I think the thing that I've been thinking about that Kelby really hit home on was people do irrational things just for the sake of feeling in control mm-hmm. and it's because fear drives them to do that so you know we can try to identify those things in our lives and see that they're not productive so classing example going back to the toilet paper like it really wasn't necessary for everyone to stock up on toilet paper but somebody did it and someone else saw them doing it and so it just turned into this thing and it's it's fear driven because we want to feel in control Yeah, absolutely. And I found, for me, I've learned a little bit about myself now and learned more about anxiety um, and things like that because through this process, I'm not afraid, but I'm experiencing some symptoms of anxiety that I think are just, they're just so involuntary. They're just so a result of this chaotic atmosphere Mm -hmm. that's around us all right now Mm -hmm. where I'm just like, I have to control my breathing sometimes. And I'm like, where did this come from? I've never been anxious Mm -hmm. in that way. But um, it just is a result of of fear trying to take a hold of me and then me having to cast it down. Mm -hmm. And the first time I dealt, I woke up in the middle of the night uh, from a bad dream and I 
like felt like I was choking. The dream I was like reading a book to my children and all of a sudden I couldn't talk anymore. I'd lost my breath mm-hmm. and I woke up and I was short of breath. And I am like borderline asthmatic, but it's very, very minor, but it felt like an asthma attack. And I went downstairs and, and something felt a little bit different that it wasn't asthma. And I realized that it was fear. And I opened up my Bible to the verse that said, um, be anxious for nothing, but in all things give thanks. And I started to use this tool where um, if I get short of breath like that, I start just having a thankful list. Mm. Like we teach our three-year-olds, you know, like, what are you thankful for? And they're like, I'm thankful for a comfy pillow and I'm thankful for my puppy. And yeah. and so thankful I just, things. yeah, it's it's things that are right in front of me. Like I'm thankful for this couch I'm sitting on and I'm thankful for this cup of tea. Um, but but it, it's a tool that works well. And I think it's really fascinating that some of us that didn't think we were anxious before all of this happened, mm-hmm. thought we had everything together, um, thought fear wasn't a challenge for us, are, are being challenged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, our world could could crumble in other ways too. And we need to know how to deal with it and how to choose thankfulness, how to choose peace. And it's not always... Um, it's not always simple. So I'm thankful for mm-hmm. the word of God, the community that we have. So Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to share um, one personal experience. As a, as a child, I dealt with a lot of fear. Mm. And um, it was like repetitive. I would have cycles of fear. And it was, you know, sometimes it was irrational. Like my parents... Um, they weren't going to come home from work. They were, you know, stuff like that. Um, and it really impacted my health. But whenever I was like 12 years old, um, I was part of Bible quizzing where we memorized scripture and then we did these quizzes on it with teams. Mm-hmm. I've I, heard of that. Yeah, it's really fun. And I learned the verse um, where Jesus says um, that, that it's, he says, do not worry. And he says um, that God has taken care of tomorrow. And he talks about how um, even the birds, God takes Mm -hmm. care of the birds and the sparrows and the lilies of the field, so we don't need to worry. And I realized at that point that um, it was wrong. If I was trusting in God, it was wrong for me to worry. So I began to press in that and really experience freedom. And so it's not... It's not always as simple as being in control myself, but even going a step further of understanding the bigger picture of who's in control. So I'm really thankful for that as well. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then I also wanted to mention, kind of ironically, how fear affects our health. And, you know, people are reacting in fear to the coronavirus. And that can be a greater detriment to their health than the virus Absolutely. <laughs> so um, just understand that as well. Number one, it brings down your immune system. And this is the time that we want to be optimizing our immune system. But it also impacts many other systems within the body, including the nervous system, the cardiovascular system, and the digestive system. So if you're experiencing... Um, any of the following symptoms, it can help you identify that you you have 
fear and anxiety. Um, so I want to share them with you. So persistent worrying, um, muscle tension or chest tightness and neck pain, any type of heart palpitations or racing heart, trouble sleeping. I think a lot of people have been experiencing restlessness during mm-hmm. this time. Sometimes it's just hard to quiet our minds because we're, we're trying to process what's going on. Um, any digestive issues, um, irritability, mood swings, difficulty concentrating, those are just some of them. And it's good for us to identify so then we can begin to work towards freedom from that fear. So, And it's important to not get worked up too of like, I can't be afraid because then all these things will happen you know, it's more of just a victory that we have to wear on ourselves. We have to put it on yeah. when we wake up in the morning and say, no, I have victory over fear. Mm-hmm. I am not going to be afraid. I'm not going to surrender. I am going to be um, aware mm-hmm. and I'm going to be smart, but I'm not going to be fearful. Mm-hmm. And just walking that out with confidence and with boldness is now more than other, especially us women who have small children around us, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I mean, Maria, you're, you're watching your nieces and mm-hmm. nephew and, and they see that joy on your face and they see that victory and they take it on themselves. Mm-hmm. We can encourage those around us to also wear the victory. Mm-hmm. That's good. And speaking of that, because we've been learning how to walk through that, despite challenges, we've been like walking through adventures in life we and have. having joy in this season. Yeah, I want to look back at this season. There will be challenges. There will be sorrow. Mm-hmm. But there will also be beauties and joy and fun. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we're going to share with you fun things going on in our life. Because, <laughs> you know, why don't you start? Oh yours is not just fun, but it's cute. I want to tell the story of my day. I think we have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> but I have so many fun things going on out of this season. Um. I I used to work off the farm as well as on the farm. And being that with everything going on, my job off the farm is kind of on hold because it's not something I can do. So it gave me a lot more time, but at the same time, the farm really blossomed. And our store is just jamming and all these things are happening. And we're shorthanded. So um, I've put on a lot of hats. And one of the newest hats is I'm back to milking. That is so fun. I'm hard, so, hard work. But. No, it's not hard. It's so, it's, I love it. Really? Oh my gosh. I milked all through college and that was like where Kelby and I, besides driving around, our best conversations were milking together. Aww. So he's training me again and I love being so close to the cows, mm. like the intimacy of just like cleaning off and applying the milker. Um, you have to like get your shoulder right into this crook of of their like the joint where their belly and their leg connect and you just kind of like snuggle every cow and they're warm you make it sound so neat (laughs) it it is so sweet in like the morning and the evening it's like and you watch our barn our farm is called sunny cove farm because the sun rises and sets right across our farm like we're exactly in the middle of east and west 
So um, it, at night, we see the sunset on one end of the barn. And in the morning, we see the sunrise. Mm. And it's really, it's romantic. Are I, you milking with Kelby? I'm milking with Kelby. Aww. And he loves it too. <laughs> and so it, that has brought so much joy. Mm. And it's something I might not have gone back to if this hadn't happened. I probably would have still been working off the farm. Mm. Um, and, and But in the meantime, we, we haven't been able to hire someone. So I'm milking and I love it. Mm. Uh, and so I milked this morning and then, um, I had, I'm doing deliveries for the farm and I'm being really careful. I'm wearing gloves and I'm masking up and I'm doing deliveries at everyone's house, dropping stuff on the porch and Kelby needed to get some supplies. He needed me to run to the, um, it's a little Mennonite farm store. And I struggled with it for a second cause I was like, I'm trying really hard not to go to the stores or anything but I wouldn't let fear take me captive. So I just was like, okay, I'm going to be smart and I'm going to be, I'm going to have my head up high and I'm going to have victory and I'm not going to get any contamination. <laughs> and so I gloved up and I went into the store and um, was laughing with the clerk. She's one of my favorite people. So I was talking with her and I was in line. It was quite, there was quite a line. So I was like, keeping our distance and there was an Amish gentleman in front of me (laughs) and he said to the gentleman in front of him do you know anyone who's looking for a pup and we've been looking for a puppy for a couple months now um, to be a companion for our dog and also be next in line when it's time for him to retire so my ears perked up and I said, what kind? <laughs> and when I'd been looking at breeds, there was a couple really rare breeds that I loved that are really unattainable. And then there was some family dog breeds that I liked too. And I struggled with, do we get a guardian, another livestock guardian like Timber, or do I get more of a family breed like a golden retriever? And he turned to me and he smiled and he said, it's a golden retriever mix. And I was like, Uh oh. (laughs) So I said, What is it mixed with? And he said, Now I'm going to forget it. A Norwegian elk hound. So I had never heard of that before. And I quickly Googled it, which was funny in front of the Amish man. (laughs) Um, But they're a livestock guardian breed. Wow. So I was like, What? (laughs) So he said he lived just eight miles down the road. And um, he had two left, two females. So I called Kelby and I was like, what do you think? And he said, let me call my mom and see if they want one too. Wow. So I was just praying. I was like, Lord, let it be a sign. You know, either way, if Jerry says yes or no, like we'll, we'll kind of follow suit. And for those of you that know Jerry, he loves cats. He's not a big dog fan. And also, he's very slow to allow animals on the farm. He's very cautious, which is wise. He's, he's a wise man. I am not cautious. And so, um, Kelby called me back and said, they'll take one. <laughs> so, I followed this truck. And they said eight miles down the road. It was like 20. <laughs> I ended up in the middle of nowhere. I had no clue where I was. The farm was beautiful. And I pulled in and... He, it was a dairy farm, and he actually was an organic, grass-fed dairy. Really? So it was so cool because that's that's few and far between, mm-hmm. and we're kind of a rare breed. So it was really exciting to meet him and be on the farm. The sad side of it was when we got to the puppies, they were kind of in the like back of the farm, 
in like a dark area in, in a pen and they were full of lice and they really just needed some love. And I, I wish I could have taken the mom too because she was in rough shape. Um, but I was able to take the puppies and um, they were so sweet, and but they were so sad on the drive over. And it was really twisty, turny, like back roads. I, I was probably 30 minutes from home at that point where I'd only been 10 minutes before. Um, and they got sick all over the front seat of my car. But I got them to the farm and um, we called the vet immediately, got them some medication and a bath uh, with some lice medicine in the bath. And they perked up really fast. Mm. And they're so sweet. It's going to be like a week of quarantine before we can bring them home. Isn't that ironic? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so they're at the vets. They're at the farm. Oh, okay. So we, we didn't want to bring them here because timber, I don't want to get I lice. See. Yeah. And um, fortunately, the lice are not zoonotic. So we can snuggle them and we can't get their lice. But... um. Yeah, I they they had like sores on them and stuff. Yeah. So it's going to be some healing, but their temperament is so sweet and I'm really thankful that we could take these two puppies instead of going to a breeder or, you know, it, it feels more like a rescue um in that sense. So mm. it's a blessing and they're just they're sweet and they're so cute. How exciting. I can't wait to see. I know you're going to have to come to the farm yeah. soon. Can you share what you named your girl? Yeah, so I named her Willow Bear. So cute. To go with Timberwolf. <laughs> Timberwolf and awesome. Willow Bear. I'd be interested to see how Timber receives her. Uh, he's going to be a mom. <laughs> that is so funny. He even though he's a boy, he's like very maternal. Mm. Like if there's a sick chicken or something, I usually find him snuggling. Mm. So that's I feel hilarious. like he'll just be like a mom with them. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> so it's the little joys, you know, yeah. when we face our fears and I thought, wow, if I had gone a minute later or a minute sooner, I would have never found out about these puppies. Yeah. And I don't know, they would still probably be in the back of the dark barn, you know, so it was, even though I'm trying to avoid the stores, and I'm not saying this so you go out to the store and, like, get a puppy, like, stay home and be safe. We had to get farm supplies, and the farming has to go on, but I'm really thankful that this joy came into our lives, Mm -hmm. and, yeah, it was a blessing. That's wonderful. I love how we have those just destined moments. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What have you been partaking in lately? Well, it's definitely been a lot of working from home with my business, but it's stretching me and it's good to mm. do, be doing more things online. So I love that, uh, meeting with clients and teaching classes. So that's really good. And I think I had shared in the mini-sode um, how things are up in the air with wedding plans, and they still are. But it's been so good for Pavel and I to walk through that together. And it's a challenge in the beginning of marriage, yeah. you know, for steps. Yeah. But one thing that we've we've really, we're not just choosing to be happy about. Like, we have genuine joy that we, in many ways, we get to plan. Um, we got to plan our ideal big wedding. And it looks like we'll have to make it smaller. So now we get to plan our ideal small intimate wedding and mm. we're having fun with that. And we had to reschedule our or we had to cancel our honeymoon plans with oh. Bridge of the Grand Canyon, but we're 
doing something else that's small and local and that's fun and simple and we'll do the Grand Canyon another time so we're like figuring out like what biking and your canoeing adventures we could do locally so it's really good it's so exciting yeah. are you going to camp like tent camp we're hoping just a few days in there and we'll like Airbnb other times love it yeah so and we're still hoping that things will be better towards the end of May yeah but we're we're just preparing for either so so yeah. if things go back to normal, will you still have the big wedding? I don't know. At this point, it's so hard to plan. Mm-hmm. So we almost just have to make a decision for the sake of planning. Yeah. Yeah. But one it's day at a time. Yeah. It's good. I'm really I'm really thankful to walk with Fidel through it. You have so. such a good attitude and I so admire that. Yeah. Like this is hard and you couldn't look at it as like being robbed, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but instead you're just seizing it as an opportunity. And I'm so proud of you. Like that's Thank inspiring. You. Thanks. <laughs> I've had to process those emotions of sure. feeling robbed. Yeah. But coming through it and seeing the, the joy. Yeah. Yeah. You're brave. <laughs> Thank you. So cool. Uh, yeah. So lots of adventures ahead as well. Yeah, like seize the moment. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing that I keep I keep wanting to emphasize to people is take this time to pursue something you wouldn't have before. Mm-hmm. I, I wish that I was slowed down in quarantine. You know, part of me is really envious of you all because I'm still farming and the animals still have to eat. But um, if I were in quarantine, I would be picking up a new instrument and writing poetry, mm. and painting. Get, even if you're not an artist, get lost in a painting. Like, watch those online galleries that are they're showing on all the different art galleries, or even just pick up a book full of paintings and just get lost in it. Let your mind wander and just let yourself relax more than you could normally. Mm. Like, this is such a cool time. This is such a privilege for this generation to be able to step back in the time when we're most distracted. Mm-hmm. You That's know? very true. And so just getting back to simpler times, light a candle and read a book, mm-hmm. drink a cup of tea without any music or podcasts on. Mm-hmm. Go on a walk with your family. Yes. Yeah. So carpe diem, friends. <laughs> Seize the day. Yes. And let <laughs> us know how you're seizing the day. Or let us know if you if you need some encouragement, if you've been struggling with fear. We'd love to to touch base with you on that too. Yeah, we're here for you guys. And if you I don't know if you've noticed, but we stopped doing mini soats. That's right. We're getting ready for Maria's wedding mm-hmm. and um just the shifting of seasons. Mm-hmm. So instead we're doing some Facebook lives. I've been showing some animals around the farm. Um, and you can just catch up with Maria's been doing some recipes and stuff. That's right. So um, check out for look out for our Facebook lives, and um, we'll still be doing our full episodes every week. So if there's something you want us to talk about, I know lately we've been just been doing life, mm-hmm. um, but we life can is so yeah, changing. life is full full yeah. But we can zero in on some topics. So if you have questions for Maria about health or how to stay healthy during this time. Or if you have questions about farming, how to homestead, uh, we'd love to dive into either ends of those spectrums. Mm-hmm. So we'll let us share know. share our passions with you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
So you can find Maria at thrivinghealthnewyork.com and you can get a hold of me at sunnycovefarm.com. And until next week, friends, stay safe. Thank you for joining. We're so excited for you to seize the day. Bye. Bye.